All right, here we go. Think again. Think again. Welcome to our topic discussion program sponsored by the Community Action Organization of Western New York, still fighting the war on poverty, now in our 53rd year. Uh, each week we talk to you about issues, events, and trends affecting you right here and right now in Buffalo and the Western New York community, and in fact, connect you to communities all across the country. I'm your host, L. Nathan Hare, President and CEO of the Community Action Organization. Make us a part of your Saturday every Saturday at ESPN 1520 AM on your dial from 11 o'clock to 12 noon each week. Now, today's program is live, so you can call and you can join our discussion. Hope that you will. Our number here again is 803-1520. That's 803-1520. I wanted to talk, I guess, basically about three things. Uh, first, this um, interesting organization, I guess I can call them that, uh, called QAnon. Uh, th these these conspiracy theorists that apparently uh, Donald Trump, President Trump, and his son Donald Trump Jr. and others seem to be affiliated with, or at least they take some of their thoughts from. Uh, I want to talk about in more more detail about the pesky United States deficit. It's important on this program that we talk about things we need to think about, think again, think about what the uh, uh, alternatives or, or, yeah, what the implications are uh, of the factual information uh, that is before us so that we make good decisions about those, uh, the, 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 those issues that fa face us as a community of people. And the last thing I hope that we can get to is Denise D'Souza. Uh, hopefully you remember him. He's the author of the movie trailer that launched the Arab protest that ended in the Benghazi attack that killed four Americans, uh, who's being given red carpet treatment by Trump and his uh, his his latest conspiracy nonsense and D'Souza's latest conspiracy nonsense. But let me start with QAnon. Uh, President Trump is joined with devoted racist American nationalists and the same set of foreign powers who have been working to undermine the very construct of the American democracy over the past several years. Trump learned that social media and fringe internet, uh, internet websites have been pushing fake news stories that get easy acceptance among the elements of the population that I described a little bit earlier. Trump adopted the a tactic of accusing others of doing what he and his allies have been doing to construct barely plausible, if not completely implausible tales uh, like the so-called deep state and portray these fake stories as truth while calling verifiably true stories fake. An industry of propaganda and disinformation has formed in this country called QAnon. Uh, it's formed to, to, to spew stories that suggest that the body of civil service workers uh, who actually do the work of government is filled with agents of the so-called deep state that seek to oppress America's good people in the interest of America's elites. I took my lead from this story from an article written by Isaac Stanley Becker entitled We Are Q, a deranged conspiracy cult leaps from the internet uh, to the crowd of Trump's uh, uh, MAGA, Make America a Great uh, a Tour. What is most interesting is that when you see these pictures of the people who make up the crowd of, of QAnon, I want you to put this down. If, if you type into your internet, We Are Q, 
just a, the, the letter Q, uh, and then colon, a deranged conspiracy. Just type that into your, your internet uh, search engine. We are Q, uh, colon, a deranged conspiracy. And you'll see an article that will show up written uh, for the Washington Post. And the first thing you'll see is a picture uh, of the crowd that typifies who attends uh, these Trump uh, events. And maybe it's just me, but the images could just as easily have come from a white citizens council rally in the Jim Crow South. Uh, In an article written by uh, Kimberly Amadeo, uh, on the current U.S. Uh, federal uh, deficit. Uh, I'm sorry, let me, let me not get to that just yet. QAnon's message boards uh, now spew claims that Trump faked the impressions that he and his campaign uh, colluded with Russians and wanted his, his, it's hard to even express this. QAnon's message boards are now claiming that Trump faked fake the impressions that he and his campaign colluded with the Russians and that uh, Trump wanted Mueller hired as special counsel uh, to expose uh, (laughs) the claim that Barack Obama, Hillary Clinton, and George Soros are planning a coup and that they're trafficking in children in their spare time. And by the way, J.P. Morgan, the American financier, sank the Titanic. This is the stuff that's being pushed. (laughs) Exactly. It's also not mental health. So, <laughs> these are the kinds of uh, or it's it's these goofy, witless assertions that make no sense whatsoever. Uh, that these stuff this stuff doesn't sway the people who simply want to believe that America uh, will be doomed if too many more non-white or non-Christians uh, make up the population of this country. That seems to be at the root of the craziness that is going on here. I mean, you can have a policy position with regard to immigration without making up stories that, you know, Hillary Clinton is at a drugstore someplace trafficking, trafficking children in, in the back room. And that's just nonsense to make, to, to, to be making up stories like that. But this is what happens when you hire a person who thinks that the National Enquirer is a legitimate newspaper and who reads and believes the crazy fictions and salacious allegations that it prints. These are the same people who believe that pro wrestling matches are real. So let me get to the article by uh, 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 Kimberly Amadeo on the current U.S. federal uh, budget deficit. Just to help us real quickly, I know we got about three minutes uh, to get into this. In terms of what's what's going on here with this budget, the U.S. federal budget deficit for fiscal year 2019 is, uh, according to the Congressional Budget Office, uh, is going to come in at uh, $985 billion, just $15 billion less than a trillion dollars for fiscal year 2019. Uh, that covers the period of October 1 of this year to September 30th of 2019 or next year. The deficit occurs because the U.S. government uh, is spending uh, $4.4 trillion uh, and only has $3.4 trillion coming in as revenue. Three reasons for the current budget deficit. First, the uh, uh, tax on 9-11 led to the war on terror. And even though 
uh, the war against, uh, I shouldn't even call it a war, the military intervention in Afghanistan and the military intervention in Iraq, even though uh, the vast majority of that it has ended, you only got uh, 15,000 or so troops in uh, Afghanistan, uh, and I don't know how many we have, uh, or in Iraq rather, and I don't know how many we have, but a much lower number that we have in Afghanistan. Uh, even though you know we've gone from 130, 150,000 troops down to you know, only a couple, uh, a dozen troops, we still have this military budget that's up in the 850 billion dollar a year range. Before the 9/11 attack occurred, our military budget in 2003, not before it occurred, but in that period just um, uh, uh, after. Uh, 2011. This is actually the budget year 2003. Our military budget was $437.4 billion. That was after we had begun the, the war in Afghanistan and after we had begun the war in uh, Iraq. It peaked in 2011 to $855 billion. So we went from a $437 billion budget to an $855 billion budget in 2011. Since then, seven years later, when much of that military activity has dissipated, we still have a budget in 2018 of $874.4 billion, and it's going to go up to $886 billion in 2019. So we're spending $440, $450 more dollars just on defense alone. That helps us to understand why we're facing a $1 trillion deficit uh, in the year that's coming up. Uh, the U.S. military spending is, is, is greater than those of the next 10 largest government expenditures uh, of countries uh, uh, elsewhere in the world. It's four times bigger than the, uh, uh, the, the military budget for China, 10 times bigger than the military budget for Russia. It's difficult to reduce the budget deficit without cutting U.S. defense spending. Second factor, mandatory spending has increased. For Social Security, Medicare, and other mandated programs, it exceeds $2 trillion of the $4 trillion uh, U.S. budget. $2 trillion of that is in uh, these mandatory uh, areas of the budget. That consumes, uh, if you look at it in terms of revenue, two-thirds of all the revenue that comes into the federal government. The third uh, factor is the Trump tax cut, which will reduce will reduce revenue. It's uh, reducing the personal income tax rate and corporate taxes and small business taxes to a tune of one point five trillion over the course of the next ten years. That then you can see is another one hundred fifty billion dollars a year just on uh, th th this tax cut. So. The combination of these things, if I can just do some math real quick and then I'll, I'll turn it over uh, to our callers. If we could get rid of the 400 and something, uh, 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 $450 billion in excess military spending, the $150 billion in the tax cut, that's $600 billion right there. And if we made every personal income dollar taxed at the, uh, uh, the FICA rate of 15.7%, uh, the, the same money that you pay generally out of your, your paycheck, but that money is capped at only 118000 of that money can actually be taxed at the uh, Social Security tax rate. If you taxed all personal income, you'd raise that uh, income from $2 trillion to $2.5 trillion. That other 
$500 billion added to the $600 billion I've just identified would wipe out the entire uh, uh, deficit, would actually have us uh, contributing to uh, lowering the debt. And all of these issues that we keep talking about, about the uh, financial health of the country, would completely disappear. The issue that continuously gets raised that uh, if you give the government more money, they will spend more money, that's a question of who you hire. It's just like you hire people that are anti-immigration, that people that are American nationalists, that people that are uh, willing to give away uh, the revenue of the country and, and try to starve uh, the country uh, of the resource that it needs to be able to take care of itself. You could hire people who will be uh, fiscal watchdogs once you put the country on an accurate and sound fiscal plan. Let me get our, our first caller in. I think it's Tony and Clarence, then we'll get to John. Tony, how are you doing out there? All I can say is wow. <laughs> no, there's a lot on the table there. <laughs> but I want you to explain that what I'm going to say is going to hopefully bring some thought to the issue. First of all, I'm 71 years old, and I've experienced an awful lot. But I've never been in a situation where in the presidency we have a president who does and says one thing, and, and then has an administration that is says another. In other words, we have a bipolar Trump administration. Mm -hmm. His director of national intelligence and his entire team went up there Thursday, and they were made fools of by that night by that president who said that all of this Russian stuff to his crowd, loving crowd in Pennsylvania, yep. uh, Lancaster, is a hoax. It's a hoax. Yep. After they said, we need this. I talked about this several times. We have no one in charge of cybersecurity in the United States government with this administration. We have nobody. Right. Am I right or wrong? That's absolutely right. In fact, uh, I, I'm not mistaken on MSNBC. They talked about the fact that uh, when we're talking about the immigration issue, here you've got a, a humongous crisis of the United States being accused of kidnapping almost 3,000 children. And nobody in the past three months has been put in charge of uh, seeing to it that those kids are repatriated uh, to, 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 to their families. It's the same okay. thing that's going on, what you're talking about right now. It's the exact same phenomenon. Now, think about it. Why does this guy, Trump, want to have the biggest, greatest military in the world. Think about it. I would say to you, why the, watch what he does. But no, absolutely, watch what he does. Don't watch what he, don't listen to what he says. Mm -hmm. Think about this. Why does Trump do everything in secret? Do you know that there's a national archive, there's a law involving presidential speeches? Absolutely, right. He violates it all the time. He goes to these meetings. No notes are taken, that are no transcripts. Yep. What, what, is he, what is being given away at these meetings to people like the uh, leader of North Korea or Putin? And, and why is this crowd of people in Florida jumping up and down because Donald Trump says that I talked to Vladimir Putin and we talked about a whole lot of things and they jump up and down and clapped about that without knowing what were the whole lot of things that were talked about. 
We'll never know because there are no notes that there's nothing there. And it's a violation of federal law to do this because each and everything the president does has to be archived. Right. Okay. <laughs> I'm very, what I'm trying to tell you is the reason he wants to have this huge army, and don't forget President Obama was uh, put in sequ- had a sequestration that hung over the military. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Exactly. You could, he could not have a bigger budget for military. It's a bunch of crap. But here's the thing. My thinking is, is that this guy knows he can't win in the next election in 2020. Why? One-third of his base. That's it. Three, three, 33%. You can't win with that portion. I would think he likes to start a war. Mm. He would like to find a war that he could be then have people in America and, and rally, rally around, around right the, and, around and, the wartime and, president right and that's where I believe this is all headed mm. think, think, think about this what happened to us when we had Vietnam and I was part of the, I was a soldier in that war mm-hmm. think about this they lied to us from the time Kennedy sent some some helpers there to the to the Viet Cong, against the Viet Cong. To, to the, we had Ben Johnson lying about this whole issue of the war. We know the war was fought on a false premise. It was about I I lost a good friend that had was someone my best army buddy who played football at West Point was a commissioned officer and came back with two without his legs. Mm. And he's and I and he he died two years after that when he came back. Mm-hmm. How would you feel if you saw your brother like that for a war that was fake? Yep. For, based on nothing, nothing but lies. Here's something very interesting. The NRA funneled thirty million dollars to Trump in his campaign. Mm-hmm. Well, who is the chief infiltrator at the NRA? Maria Butina. Butina, right. Yeah. Well, guess what? You look at that whole thing that went down. On the 7th of May, Butina's apartment was raided. She was, she was in, in the middle of a guy named Erickson, a big shot in that organization. Mm-hmm. Two days later, what happened? The president of the NRA, Bromwell, decides to resign suddenly. Why? Because there was incriminating information you're going to find out. It was on last night in your apartment about how that whole stuff came about. How is a man named Ali North doesn't even know he's going to become the next president? He said he was poised to be the new president, but he never was the... There was, you remember who Ali North is? Alan right, Houston? absolutely. He was the guy that covered up for Reagan. He was. He was the. For all intents and purposes, he was. He was a, an arms merchant. He was taking money, dope money, and using that to pay for guns uh, that yeah, were. Iron Contra. Right. He was convicted. Remember, he mm-hmm. was convicted. Yep. He lied to the Senate committee, but then they overturned his conviction. Yep. This is the kind of guy. My last point to this thing is, Judge Kavanaugh, now get this, the Trump administration is hiding his work that he did in the George W. Bush administration. He held a very important uh, spot or uh, position. 
He was the secretary to the president. This guy Kavanaugh. Mm-hmm. And on the what did this guy have as influence on the issue of torture? Then mm-hmm. they are trying to get the the Republicans want to rush into his in his committee uh, hearings in September without giving the people a chance to look at his history in that uh, as as the secretary to George W. Bush. He held an important position. I never realized this, but did you realize this, Al Nathan? Every single piece of paper that the president signs or does goes through his secretary. Absolutely. So you know that there's supposed to be a filed record of it, right? And guess what? Remember the guy that they, that was uh, was Trump's secretary being ousted because of his uh, uh, badger beating up women as right Porter right. Mm-hmm. So what do yep. we, we, you think the Democrats? Yep. Tony, we got to run. I'm going to get you on, on the other side of, or, or grab you during the course of the week. We got to get to the hard break right now. Uh, uh, we're going to grab John real quick on the other side of the break. If you all stick with us, we will see you in two minutes uh, here at Think Again. Think again. <laughs> Just a nice song. <laughs> All right. Welcome back to Think Again. This is L. Nathan here, your host. We're talking about. <laughs> right. Yep. Uh, and just quickly, uh, I know we don't really talk about employment and, and, and that sort of stuff on, on this show, but I just wanted to share with people. I know we have a tight job market, but the Community Action Organization has a number of uh, teaching positions open uh, in its Head Start program. And this might be a good time if you're interested in getting into early childhood education. If you call 881-5150, that's 881-5150, ask for uh, Tiffany Ingram. Uh, that's Tiffany Ingram uh, uh, for positions in, for teaching in the CAO's Head Start program. She'll be able to, to take your, your call and help you get started on that process. So real quickly, the budget deficits, I just wanted to hit on again, in moderation, deficits increase economic growth, put money in the pockets of businesses and families, and spending creates a stronger economy. When the debt to GDP ratio exceeds uh, uh, 100%, uh, owners of debt becomes uh, become concerned and interest rates tend to rise. You should be concerned when the economy is doing well. The government should be reducing the deficit uh, during that time period in an effort to lower the debt. An economy that's churning too fast creates a boom and bust cycle and always, always leads to recession. Let me grab John real quick and then we'll grab our other caller and get our process going again. John, how are you doing out there? Good, Nathan. All right. I was shocked this week when I read in the paper about Trump wants to uh, uh, have another tax cut for right. capital gains. Yep. A hundred billion dollars, uh, another tax cut on top of the other uh, bogus uh, tax cut that he had. And this one, two-thirds of the people that um, get this capital gains uh, benefit will be in the top one-tenth of one percent. Yep. So again, it's another boom for the for the for the one percent, top one percent, and does nothing for the middle class except puts us more in debt. And, and John, on top of that, he wants to do this without it having to go to Congress. He wants to do right. this by regulation. Right, right. <laughs> and then, and then, in order, you, you can see it happening. I knew it was going to come. 
but he's got to find money somewhere. So what he's come up with was these these medical plans he's coming up with. At Medicaid, what he's going to do is that right now, Medicaid uh, is paid. There's three different levels of payment that Medicaid pays to doctors, and uh, like let, let's say the top uh, the top rate is five hundred dollars for a specialist and, and a more serious uh, uh, visit to a, a surgeon or whatever. Mm-hmm. Then uh, the uh, another level, let's say at about three hundred dollars, they give them for uh, some more you know a, a, not not as serious a situation. And then the, uh, the the bottom level they pay uh, let's say 150 to the just for office visit whatever mm-hmm. routine but right. What he's doing is he's going to combine he's going to take away the three levels and he's only going to have one level payment. Mm-hmm. He said this will get rid of t- uh, paperwork and all that, which it might. But here's the thing: the people on top, these doctors on top, are now going to get not going to get the 500 dollars that they were getting. Mm-hmm. So they're going to have to take the 300. And so what they're, they're not even going to they're not even going to see the patients because right. they accept that. So not, not only not only is it is it um, uh, cutting money out of Medicare, which it will, because it'll be a lot cheaper doing it this his way than the way it is now. Not a lot, but enough where it'll make a difference. So he he um, uh, you're going to find that some of these surgeons or some of the more important doctors, you're not going to be able. They're not going to take Medicare. Mm-hmm. And the other thing he did was these new medical plans he's coming up with um they are um they they what they do is is he does he can reduce these medical plans because what he's doing is he's throwing out the uh, uh pre-existing conditions mm-hmm. uh so he's allowing these 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 medical plans to they don't cover as much and they cost they, they cost less but they don't cover as much right so they're it, like it's catastrophic like, short-term you know right. health insurance Yep. You take a chance, and, and hey, you know, I'm, I'm healthy, so why should I pay, you know? So uh, some, he, what he does is he divides and conquers like he does for everything else. He, he, he'll satisfy a lot of people because their, their, their health care rates will go down. But then he's going to leave people out on an island, the uh, people that have cancer or preexisting conditions. They're going to be paying a fortune and, and probably not be able to afford the medications that they need to, to treat their disease. Uh, it, 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 he's throwing these people under the bus. Um, the and uh, you know not just these things but all the things he's doing like for uh, all the regulations he's getting rid of uh, you know for for climate change for you know the EPA uh, all these other organizations that actually protect years. the lives of of American people those right. regulations right you know I don't know how these people think these his supporters think that he's doing them any favors he, he's. He's doing everything for the top one-tenth of one percent is what he's doing. I'm telling you, there is no, there, there's no policy framework uh, 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 basis that ties together his supporters' uh, uh, support for Trump that makes any sense if you just look at it from a political uh, strategy of how we govern the country. You know, it, it, it doesn't make any sense. So you have to look at, well, what what is really underlying the views and the support by his followers? And my view is that his followers are really devoted to the uh, cause of preventing America from becoming a majority minority country. That's what really is underlying their support for him. And they're willing to accept anything that he puts on the table that uh, continues to build strength uh, around those people that are fighting that battle. And well, I got to tell you that 
the minority people in the United States are probably the least people you got to be afraid of. They want the American democracy to be the American democracy that drew them to this country in the first place. They want that more than life itself because that's what they believe in. That's what what brought them here. It's just a hoax that people are giving people the impression that these uh, uh, new immigrants are going to try to change America into some different kind of country. They're going to make America even more America. That's what they want. Right. The you know the other thing though what he does is he 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 tries to he helps out some people at the at the expense of others like this mm-hmm. these uh, 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 economic deals that he's making might help out the the steel industry but it's killing uh, the automobile industry yep. you know there there's you know he's trying to he's trying to go to his base and satisfy some of the things his base wants and it is the big thing is divide and conquer you divide and just that's the whole philosophy of uh, Fox News. Yep. And uh, of the right wing media is divide and conquer. You know, uh, they, they don't want a, a, a unified nation. They want to divide this country, and and um, uh, they want they want to brainwash the whole country and just make us a us versus them. No, no right. question yes. about it. Yes. Yep. Yes. Thanks, John. I got to run. I want to grab Ron before we get to the end of the hour, or the end of this segment. Let me get Ron and Chief Dewaga. Ron, how you doing out there? Yankees are going to be buried. <laughs> <laughs> I know Severino, he, he only gave up one run, and he still lost by a lot. <laughs> well, he gave up four. He gave up four oh, it was four. It was four. I'm sorry. Yep. Yeah, but, uh, you know, that, that looks like they're uh, – Boston looks like they're unbeatable. They're the juggernaut. Yeah, they, they, at well, least that, this that, is their that, stage in the season. So That kind of stinks. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, you know um, – the one thing that about this budget stuff that you don't that you know that they don't emphasize enough whenever they do these is there's the overbloated cost of the Medicare and Medicaid program. Not because people are are lazy or or shiftless or all the other racial garbage, but because the we pay the highest rates in the world for pharmaceuticals, the highest rates in the world for uh, hospital and nursing home care. If you could regulate that price wise to the level. That you know you, you you see in most other countries that would cut that down by uh, by hundreds of billions of dollars mm-hmm. that part of it and, and we never you know, whenever I hear these these articles that's almost never mentioned because that's got to be a mix it's the only kind of privatized at least in the developed countries the only country that has these privatized kind of uh, uh, of, of health system there where they basically whatever the market will bear mm-hmm. kind of thing rather than some reasonable regulation price Ron, I think you're on something there. I mean, you figure like almost everybody at some time between turning 65 and turning 120, yeah. you're going to need nursing home care. Yeah. So since everybody's going to need that at some point, leaving that up to private sector uh, profiteering and whatnot seems to me to be a, a guarantee of having very uneven uh, care for people in terms of that stage of uh, th- th- their life. And very likely you're going to have a lot of abuses in that situation because people are profiting rather than serving. And so maybe that's an area that we shouldn't allow to be privatized unless somebody's willing to pay, you know, a certain amount of money to do it. Uh, you should have a certain baseline of care that's provided for uh, as a state or a, a federal uh, a funded operation. Well, and you see the the, the uh, uh, with this mad drive to deregulate everything, uh, that's of course who's who's going to be vulnerable. 
elderly people in nursing homes, disabled people, they're the ones that, and, you know, without proper regulation, you'll see more abuses. You know, you ever hear this, uh, every few weeks you hear, just as just the local news, you'll hear some, you know, person in a nursing home was abused or mm-hmm. this or that. Mm-hmm. You don't seem to see that in other countries as much, where they have, where it's a much more governmental regulated uh, system. Yep. You, uh, they, there are other issues in some of those countries, but uh, the big thing is shortages. Of course, Canada, they always have shortages, because a, a good third of the specialists left Canada for the United States when they set up those regulations. Right. So Canada would benefit if the United States set up a similar institute in that these people wouldn't be going. Where are they going to go? Uguana? Right, they I mean, keep you know, more people at home. That's so, absolutely yeah. right. Yep. Uh, so, uh, you know, this is, this is one part of it. As far as this, again, the anti-intellectual stuff that's out there now, uh, you know, it, it's. I still think the basis of this started with these, these, the rebirth after World War II of evangelical kind of Christianity, because that teaches you. And I know people, and it's so painful to watch. I know this isn't just Southern Bubba type, you know, white folks. I know people with six years of, of post-high school education that turn their intellect off and accept, you know, the book of Revelations and the book of Daniel mm-hmm. has something to do with modern 21st century uh, reality. It's, uh, and the scholars that know this stuff say that's absolute nonsense. Mm-hmm. Nothing to do with modern day uh, uh, you know, uh, 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 references. They, and it's, uh, the best proof of that, if you followed it <laughs> uh, from the 70s on, that I did, uh, you'll see that they keep changing, they keep moving the goalposts as the, the, the end of the world doesn't come, and then they redefine. Uh, uh, I remember the one big thing way back in the 70s, Oral Roberts on there talking about, he's pointing out the Book of Revelations, Gog and Magog, mm-hmm. that's Russia, and yep. I can't remember that. And this, uh, now, J- Javon Gog and Magog was, uh, is the Islamic world. So, right. I mean, you know, the point is this stuff is nonsense, but people, mm-hmm. good-hearted, well-intentioned people get into this stuff, and they turn their intellect off, they get into a mindset where now, you know, tell them, tell them that Queen Elizabeth is selling drugs to, and have her running a pedophile ring, they'll believe it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, 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 it's, it's, an, it's a, a thrust, is it a conspiracy? I don't know, if you believe Char- Jeff Charlotte's book, uh, it's another book I would recommend to read for, uh, it's, uh, I've mentioned this a bunch of times before, it's called The Family, The Secret Fundamentalism at the Heart of American uh, uh, power and it where it actually says that this stuff is was supported by several big uh, business types going back into the New Deal that were worried about the United States becoming kind of a social democratic country and they thought to kind of set this group up to start funding these groups through front organizations to put this type of anti-intellectual end-time philosophy into play. Mm-hmm. You want to believe it, but read it, read the book, and see. I don't know if I accept it 100%. Whatever the case, it's opportunistically being used by people in power to uh, to do this, to turn people's intellect off. Don't get them to not trust their reason, not trust rational uh, facts. You know, Now we got this thing, alternative facts. You know, uh, <laughs> it's, There's no such thing as absolute truth anymore. Right. Alternative facts. Uh, uh, Trump's alternative facts are better than your alternative facts, and that's the way it's supposed and, to And work. it's so intriguing, Ron, because you, when, when you hear Trump make all of these, like, you can't even list all of the outright lies yeah. that, that he tells. But when the media talks about it, they say it as if the, the facts that he asserts are his views, not, not assertions of facts, and that there's some sort of other way of looking at the reality 
And so this is like an option. There's no option. Either something is up or it's down. Either well, something is this or it's that. <laughs> I know. Well, it's like the idea, though, that he started right with the inauguration. Now, he says the biggest inaugural crowd of all, you know, the, the, uh, the, uh, uh, the D.C. Park police, which have always been very solid on this, going back to probably Harding, mm-hmm. uh, said, no, it's like, the, I think there was 200,000 people and Obama had 700,000, whatever the figures were. And, and, and the White House says, well, no, those are those are their facts. We have alternative facts. Now, right. they didn't cite what the alter what was their source. They say no. Well, well, we just observed it. So they don't give you a statistical figure. The D.C. Park Police do it by a certain you know way of calculating, and they, they tell it exactly how they do it. They check this area of the of the uh, inaugural uh, area, and they had they could do a, a spot check here. It has ten thousand. They do another area, that, and they can get a, a rough estimate. Right. The, these alternative. So so it's but not it, just it's the just way of so doing it, things. It's, it's just so crazy. Though. Think, think about this. He actually, President Trump actually asserted that, and he's one of these guys that talks about himself in the third person, which I find really irritating. Uh, he says that uh, uh, they, they wouldn't, the Russians well, wouldn't want Trump uh, to be president. They wouldn't want Trump to be president. Uh, that, that, that what they really want uh, is to help, if there is any electioneering going on or any interference going on, is to help Democrats uh, to, to, to become, yeah. uh, to, to get into power. Despite now, the fact that Putin overtly says he wants Trump to win. He said I that, speak he like said very that little back, Russian, and I figured out what he said. <laughs> he said that back in, he said that as recently as in Helsinki there. They asked him, you know, did you want Trump to win? Oh, yes. <laughs> so, he, I mean, he said, da. <laughs> that means yes. Yeah, right? uh, yeah, yes, yeah. So, I mean, it's the whole thing. But that's the scary part. We've got millions of people, and they're not all southern, you know, uh, uh, rural, Midwestern types. It, it, people yeah. that it, systematically turn off their intellect for, and I think they, it, the trend started with the rise in the, well, really after World War II, but caught really caught fire in the 70s of evangelical Christianity, the televangelists, all these special things, and these sawdust trail, you know, meetings all over the country, and people have been taught to ignore science, ignore reason, and ignore factual reality. Well, see, it's, it's the same phenomena that when the civil rights movement began to get real legs in the 1950s and the early 1960s, leading to Kennedy and then Lyndon Johnson and the uh, um, Civil Rights Act of 64, Voter Rights Act of 65, and so on, there was this, remember the Democratic Party at that time was dominated by the Boa Weevil Democrats, who were the legacy of uh, the the slave apartheid uh, kind of orientation in this country. And so the Republicans, when they didn't get like 90 percent of the uh, of the vote of African people by signing off on the uh, Civil Rights Act, they decided that, well, let's go flip the other way. And so they they, they moved to uh, um, become the bull weevil Democrats themselves. And then the Republicans, ever since that time, the Nixon election going forward and whatnot, they've had the Southern strategy and so on. And I think that that's what's been going on. They call it the Southern strategy, but it's really the the, the American nationalist strategy is what's been going on. Yeah, but, and it started, really started with Goldwater. Goldwater's a guy who came out against the, the Civil Rights Act. Mm-hmm. But they stuck to that, they stuck to that whole idea uh, from that time period, and they never wavered yep. on it. And they slowly began to uh, to to take over the the entirely entirety of the South, and then rural parts of the Midwest. And, yep. and that's that's 
in combination with all those uh, with with anti-intellectualism of Christian fundamentalism. It's kind of a fusion. That's where this unite yeah. the right stuff. You know, you've got white supremacy, you've got fundamentalist, evangelical, end-time, dominionist Christians. <laughs> all, all, all together, yep. Yes. Ron, i got to run. i got to take a hard break. Thanks, man. Let's grab, uh, let, let's take our, our last break, and then we'll get Rambo Jim on. So if you all stick with us, we will sit aside at a break. Here we think again. Think again. <laughs> yeah, let's go someplace. I, I want to go someplace so we can have like a real conversation. So I'm going to ask Rambo Jim a question. I'm going to see what his thoughts are. Rambo, how you doing out there? Hey, how you been, Nathan? I'm doing great. Good to hear from you. Hope everything's going well. Yeah, I'm, uh, my baby girl's mother just called me on the phone. Uh, she's doing a pot roast tonight, I, I'm, and I'm going over for dinner. At there you go. Her, my baby girl. Nothing wrong with a free meal, especially with your baby. <laughs> Listen, I want to ask you a question, and, and just give me a straight answer. <laughs> Is collusion a crime, yes or no? I'm going to say no, no. All right, so that's a good answer. That's a good answer. Don't get mad about that. That's good. That's a good answer. But I want to ask you now, if I conspire to defraud the United States of its ability to run its elections, my conspiring is colluding with whoever I conspired with, but my conspiracy to actually help that get done that actually is aiding and abetting a crime, is it not? Nathan, the best thing I no, can no, say... No, no, i just ask, yes or no. Is that I, or is that not Nathan, a... I don't know. I told you before, I'm not a Philadelphia lawyer. Now we're getting out in the weeds <laughs> with this legal stuff. So what I would advise you to do, call my sister's lawyer. His name is Bruce, and he works for a huge law firm in downtown. I talk to lawyers all the time. I'd, I'd ask you to talk to your lawyer and ask your lawyer... If if you aiding and abetting a crime is 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 a crime, as opposed to uh, you you commiserating with somebody who wants to commit a crime, see colluding might be considered uh, a, a lot of things in the word uh, colluding. But the reason why it's coming up in this issue with Donald Trump, it's not that collusion the word is a crime. The things you do to collude, that's what the crime is. So the things that you would do would be to aid and abet somebody who is engaged in a conspiracy to do uh, uh, to commit a crime uh, in this country, a crime against the United States, a crime against the American people. Aiding and abetting somebody in committing a crime is the same thing as committing the crime itself. You don't have to go to a lawyer to just read up, just just go to the dictionary and look up what the word abetting actually means. Well, Nathan, the one thing I would advise, if we're going to have any semblance of peace in this country, at least until November of 2020, you're going to have to accept the fact that Donald Trump's the president. His supporters are not going anywhere. <laughs> Jim, Jim, what does it have to do with the country being ruled by laws? Just because Donald Trump is the president doesn't mean that the country isn't ruled by laws. He doesn't get to live above the law just because he's the president. He's a citizen just like you are. For over three years now. What's been going on? The fact that he's a lawless well, president? It's been going on since he came down on the escalator. So that means so that means that, that means he doesn't we, we shouldn't expect him to live under law like everybody else because he's Donald Trump. Is that is that what you're saying? Nathan, I'm I'm an old man now. I'm sixty three years old. I'm collecting social security. I've never seen anything like this in my life. 
How is that possible? See, anything like what? Well, I, I'm not understanding. What is it you haven't seen in your life? I've never seen any president hounded this way and treated this way. Even have you Nixon ever did, have you ever Nixon seen a president like have you have you ever seen a president being uh, uh, accused of the level of crimes that in fact if you go back to uh, uh, Warren Harding and you want to go back to never seeing this they were going to put Warren Harding in jail uh, for the crimes that he was committing uh, the same thing with Taft and the crimes that he was committing. I mean, this is not the first time. Anytime you have a president who is behaving in a lawless fashion and everybody can see it, you see the press and everybody jumping down that person's throat. Donald Trump is not an exception to that. He's a lawless president. He's being accused of being a lawless president. Just because he's being accused of doing the things that he's doing doesn't mean that this is somehow extraordinary. The country should uh, 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 attack him and hold him to account for committing one egregious crime after another or being a aider and a better of the commit, uh, commit, commit, uh, commission of those crimes. The country's supposed to do that. This is supposed to be a country of laws. If you do that, you would expect that the world would come down on you. Of course it would come down on him if he's doing lawless things. I would think conspiring with the arch uh, foe of the United States, the uh, uh, the, the Soviet, the, the remnant of the Soviet Union, the, the 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 whatever they call the Russian Federation, colluding with them against the United States is something that every single American would jump down, jump on. You would not want to see that I occur. Tell you from just the average, you know, I consider myself to be just the average Joe America out in the street somewhere, and we didn't hear anything about Russia. Collusion, uh, uh, Putin's evil until the day after, until the morning after the election. And that tells you that that, that tells you that what what that tells you what that tells you is that uh, elements in the Justice Department and co-signed by elements in the media because some people in the media did talk about that, but it was suppressed. You didn't see uh, Jim Comey come out even though he knew this he was he had these investigations underway he didn't come out and uh and share with the public all of the things that they had known at that time about what was going on uh with the republican party with donald trump's uh, campaign organization and these russian agents he, he didn't talk about that he talked about it with hillary clinton but he suppressed it when it was about uh, uh trump and the republicans he didn't reveal it until after the election that's not the fault of uh, 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 the, the people as a whole or the fault of the press, that's the fault of the Justice Department not sharing that information when they had it. But they didn't want to do it because they didn't want to tick off the Republicans and let the Republicans claim that the Democrats you know, were, were, were rigging the election against them and the Repu Republicans actually did rig the election against the Democrats. That's the well, actual... Well, my advice, Nathan, you know, we can go on and on and on about this, but here's... Here's the way I feel about this now. Let's here's the bottom line with me. Um, just accept Trump as president till the next election. Just tolerate him like I tolerated Obama for eight years. And because I'm going to tell you something, you know, recently, Nathan, I told you before, my mother's from Tennessee. Her great-grandfather was a sergeant in the Confederate Army. His brother was killed by General Sherman's army at the Battle of Atlanta. My mother's people are are the descendants of the people who fought for the Confederacy. And recently we had... Who, who, fought, who fought to keep said, African people enslaved. Well, whatever they were fighting for, however... The That's point a whatever? Is this, 
is my point. They're damn good fighters. That's never going to change. You don't want to, I know how much you guys hate these people and you despise them and wish they were dead. But they're not going <laughs> to roll over and play dead for you. And if you start a war with them, you're going to lose. Okay, Thanks. we're, we're going to have to leave that right there, Jim. That's, I, I don't even know how to respond to that. Let me, let me get uh, John, and if we have time, we'll, we'll, we'll get uh, Tony on. John, how are you doing out there in Rochester? Hey, I'm doing good, Nate. In fact, I, I reserved my playoff ticket for the Bills' uh, playoff this year. You're feeling kind of good about them. I think their de- defense may carry them uh, a very long way. I don't know how even their offense is going to be, but their defense is going to carry them a long way. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, and I, I, I like their quarterback situation. I really do. And the running backs and the receivers. <laughs> John, you are an eternal optimist. <laughs> well, well, listen, you were talking about collusion. The, the, the real collusion that I see is uh, from the Obama administration. Come on, come on, come on. Why do you all keep it's, coming it's, up it's, with this? What's the collusion? What's the, the crime? Co- What's the crime? <laughs> please, please. What's the crime? that Barack Obama uh, uh, committed or conspired to help it get committed? What's the crime? Well, the crime is the collusion by his agency. No, no, well, no, you can't, you can't, no, 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 no. See, you, you, you're doing the same thing. You no. first say that collusion is not a crime, number one. I didn't say that. Okay, now, so I'm asking you, if, if, I, if, if I ask you what's the crime that, Barack Obama colluded in getting committed. You can't say he was colluding and that was the crime. What was I the said, crime? I What's the crime? Barack, I didn't say Barack Obama has been proved to uh, have colluded. With you just the, started out the, saying that Barack his, Obama, his, his you know, is his uh, the FBI, Justice Department, CIA, National Intelligence Agency committed what made, crime? You got, you got John they, they, they committed Parker. what crime? What crime they, did this body of they, people? They, they unmasked. They unmasked the uh, American citizens through uh, the I, intelligence. I, 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 so, so let's take that as a fact. That's, so so let's not, let, John. Let's let's just take one thing at a time. Let's let's take let's take it. Let's let's take John, 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 John. Let's take this as a fact. It's a fact that America does everything in its power to keep up with and 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 uh, find out about any kinds of activities, uh, conspiracies that anybody is effecting that would hurt the interest of the United States of America. That's, that's the American. That's not, that's not true. No, oh, excuse me. Let me just finish. The Obama the, Justice Department did not do that. You know, you're not even, you're not even, you're not even, you're not listening to me. You're not, hold on, hold on. We're just trying, we're just, you can't just keep talking, okay, because this is, this is a, 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 a talk show program, so we're having a discussion. You're, so you're not bringing up facts. What's the purpose of an intelligence department? The purpose of an intelligence department is not to conspire against an American. I, I didn't ask you. See, I ask you one thing, and you, and you say something else. What is the purpose of the intelligence uh, departments of the country? To keep the integrity of the country. No, that's not true. And, and, that, that's and, not true. You're making up something that's not true. The purpose of the intelligence department is to gather information. Their job is to find stuff out. They don't fight wars. They gather information. And so they want to know if there are people who are doing things that would hurt the interest of the United States. No, so they, they tap. Excuse me. The, excuse me. The, 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 the intelligence, the intelligence department, the intelligence. 
intelligence department the intelligence department is authorized the intelligence department the intelligence see so john so so, so john the the thing is you're just not going to hear anything other than what you want to hear you're just going to hear yourself right that 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 is why we we don't get anything done because you just uh, insist on asserting things that are absolutely factually not true, and you just keep talking over and over and over people and whatnot, and that's why we don't get uh, to the bottom line. Let me grab Mark in Buffalo real quick and get his thoughts. Marks, how you doing out there? Hey, Nathan. Hey. Hey. You know. <laughs> don't beat up. Don't don't beat up on John. Just uh, just just breathe. I'm just okay? <laughs> I'm just gonna make a statement. Fox News. The more you listen, the stupider you become. <laughs> <laughs> There's a little commercial that comes on that says uh, something to the effect of, you know, as I've listened to you, I've gotten dumber or something like yeah. that. <laughs> that. That's uh, that's uh, what, what's his name with the remember with the bow and arrow through the head. What's yeah. his name? <laughs> I can't remember. I know what you're talking yeah, about though, so, right? Um, but uh, I, I was listening. You know, you're just supposed to accept the racist and the liar that's in the White House. Yep. And you remember you were talking about Iran Contra earlier. Remember yep. what Reagan said? Reagan said, I was told by law that it was a crime, but in my heart, I felt it wasn't. There you go. And they let him get away with that's it. That's right. It he, made it okay, because that's how you felt. And he's their hero. Right. He lied and he genocided the country yep. with, with, uh, with American arms, but, uh, in his, but as the law said it was wrong, but in his heart, he said it was right. And that, that made everything all right. Yeah. And that's it. that's that's what's going to happen here. I, I I love it. I appreciate you, man. Okay, baby. <laughs> All right. Thanks a lot. Let me grab Tony real quick, and we'll close out the hour. Do we have time? We're done. Ah, sorry, Tony. We 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 gotta we gotta roll. So I didn't get a chance to talk about uh, D'Souza uh, with this movie. The guy who did this movie trailer, but he's got a new document out now uh, where he's claiming that Hitler was a liberal. Uh, he claims that. Um, uh, oh, I can't even get through all of the madness that this guy says. Hitler was supposed to be a liberal, that slavery was an outgrowth of socialist principles, and the Democrats have updated the cotton plantation for modern times. And he's getting love from the Trump administration, from uh, Donald Trump uh, Jr. and so on. This is the nonsense that is uh, has seized the people that are in control of our country. The only way we can stop this is to use the power of our vote. Find people that are making sense and vote for them. We look forward to talking to you all next week here at Think Again. Think again. been listening to Think Again with L. Nathan Hare, sponsored by the Community Action Organization of Erie County. Be sure to tune in again next week at the same time for more Think Again.